All right, everybody, welcome to episode two of the Cape Controller. I'm Jordan Graham. And I'm Michael Gallardo. And this week we are going to talk about, to start with, Batman, uh, the Telltale Games, and then if we have time, we'll go on to The Killing Joke. I played the first episode of Batman Telltale the day it came out. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it pretty well. Well, like, what were your first impressions? Because it starts out, like, pretty... You're Batman. Yeah, uh, like the the first chapter, I guess I'd say. And I guess there'll be spoilers if anybody is Oh, yeah, this is so. full of spoilers. So. All of our episodes have spoilers. Yeah, we should have called our podcast, like, Boiled Sports or something. There's, that probably exists already. Probably. Anyway, <laughs> um... Yeah, the first, first chapter I liked, and then kind of, I think it was the second chapter. I mean, it's I'd have, I should have played it again before we start talking about it. But it kind of dipped down a little bit for me and then picked up towards the end. I was expecting a little bit more detective work, and I had the same problem with Wolf Among Us, where at least so far I felt like my choices didn't really make a difference in the outcome of the game. I did like that you could choose how to attack the bad guys in different ways and that was cool um and that i didn't have a problem with like i knew it wouldn't really matter for the most part but i did when i did make choices i was kind of like i wonder if i you know throw them into this if it'll be better than if i throw them into that or if i go over here you know that sort of thing but yeah i just i didn't really feel it's not like the walking dead games where i felt like my things really mattered yeah and there's some dog across the way that's barking yeah it happens Deal with it. So, yeah, so that's kind of like what my initial thoughts on it were. I mean, um, I, the whole, as far as the art, like, I loved it. I mean, I also do, there is definitely a lull in the first, uh, episode. It's episodes and chapters, right? Yeah, there's five chapters. Five chapters per episode. Yeah, this episode one. There's definitely a lull. Um, one thing I thought was kind of funny is that Harvey Dent is fucking jacked. He is such a huge man in this iteration of Batman. And, Knowing that he will eventually become Two-Face, I was just like, hmm. He might actually give... I mean, I know he gives Batman a run for his money usually anyways, because he's a he's a, one of the major players. But I'm like, I'm genuinely afraid when this guy actually turns into a villain. Yeah, I could see that a little bit, but it's, I don't know what his fighting yeah, background is in this version. I, Still, I, even though he's big, Batman's just as big, plus all the fighting expertise. I just mean I wasn't expecting it, like, Harvey didn't to be that large. He's a very broad-shouldered man. Yeah, I don't know. I I guess it didn't really surprise me because he just seemed like he like CrossFit or something. Yeah, he probably does CrossFit. Probably. (laughs) uh, As far as the other aesthetics of the game, uh, I really liked uh, Batman's suit. Uh, I really like the the suit when it has like segmented plating. Mm -hmm. It just looks more modern to me rather than just like a cloth or some sort of mesh thing. It just seems like it's actually it actually does protect him. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was kind of cool that it's like you know in our very first like the very first scene of this game it goes right into action fighting and you actually just start, you're, you also start fighting Catwoman right away mm-hmm. and when they meet up later as their alter egos I thought it was funny because in the, in the opening of the game like Batman decks her in the face yeah. decks her <laughs> in, the, in the face um, so she's got a black eye and she scratches his face so he has claw marks yeah, and when the, yeah so when they meet as their alter egos which for Selena she's dating Harvey Dent mm-hmm. which is I don't think I've ever I don't know if that's the canon oh yeah anyways like uh, they just immediately know oh you're Catwoman oh you're Batman what are we gonna do <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, it was fun. I didn't really, really have a problem with it, but no, I thought it was for great. the choices, though. I mean, 
knowing Batman, Bruce, you know, he never admits to anything about being Batman. He and never all that. said, I'm Batman. No, but he just kind of gave it up pretty easily. Because well, she had him kind of, she knew where she attacked Batman. Yeah. And that's exactly where his wound was. But still, he, Batman, kind of a dick. Well, so. yeah. He's, he's usually a, he's a, he's a dick with a purpose. <laughs> like, if, if he's usually a jerk to somebody, it's usually for some reason or another. Yeah. Which I think is what you were telling me. I don't want to be stealing your lines. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, it's like. Uh, but as far as like the detective stuff at the the scene in the warehouse, I thought it was pretty crazy because this this game is gruesome. Like, the very first thing you see in this game is a security guard getting shot in the head. That's the that's the very first thing that happens in the game. He's just sitting there minding his business, and all of a sudden his head is like. <laughs> so yeah, this game kind of lets you know immediately that it's rated M, which I kind of like. I kind of like a more grittier, more visceral uh, Batman game, just because the comics are that way. Sure. Like, like even while the Arkham games are definitely more mature, like not until the Arkham Knight, like did they get into really nitty gritty stuff? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I to me because it, it makes more sense. Like it's it's not gonna be like stormtroopers that always miss. Like no, these guys are trained mercenaries. They're gonna hit their targets. They're gonna kill people. Yeah. But no, like I, it's only one episode so far. But I'm really enjoying it. I love the fact that he drives his car, his Batmobile out in public, and because it's actually his red sports car. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it freaking transforms into the Batmobile and just changes into black, which I thought was really weird seeing the Batmobile during the day. You're right. <laughs> Good. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And like I mentioned to you before, when we briefly talked about it, was that um, when I saw the car for the first time, I said to myself that it, it, something wasn't right with it, that it looked weird. And then when it transformed into Batmobile like that, that's why it looked weird, because it's not a normal car. I do think it might be a little difficult, as Bruce Wayne, if you bring in a girl into the car, like, to go somewhere, if the instrument panel is completely different. I mean, it could just be high-tech and just be high-tech, and that's how he plays it off. Like, oh yeah, this is an amazing car. But he generally puts bat symbols on stuff. Yeah. So. I'm sure it's hidden, and then it pops up. He has. He probably has. Well, obviously, has a civilian mode. But I, I thought it was a pretty cool. I've never seen that in any Batman thing. Um, it's always been a whole separate entity, the Batmobile. Um, so for it to have like a like a a, a civilian mode, camouflage mode, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. was really interesting. It added a whole new thing like to me. I was like, oh, he, he really is at the ready at any point in time. It also makes him a little bit like Superman. Like that car is basically his telephone booth as far as the costume changes go. Yeah. Like, he's ready in a moment's notice. Right. What kind of a person are you when you play a Telltale game? I'm myself. I play everything as close to the straight and narrow as I can. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I guess that sometimes I try to be a... Like, I, I do that usually, but, like, if there is a jerk, I will be a jerk to the jerk. I usually try and be nice, because that's usually what I do anyway, and then I just, you know, hold it all in, which <laughs> I do in real life and in the game. I'm just mad. Because I know the consequences could affect me later so i'd rather try and get somebody who's a jerk on my side than just piss them off more true so i will try and make everybody as happy as possible well because yeah i mean especially in uh wolf among us like bigby is trying to be better he's trying to not be what people think he is yeah well that's again like i kind of mentioned i i really didn't feel like my choices made a difference though so there were a few times where i was a little bit more of a dick than i normally would because i just 
figured out that it didn't matter for the most part. The choices that did matter, I knew pretty much off the bat that they would have an effect and all the other little things didn't because right away at the beginning, I made a choice and I, it was when Toad, you're talking to him, and I said something as nice as possible and then when he goes up the stairs, he acted like I was a complete dick to him and I wasn't. So I'm like, that doesn't seem right. So I went back and I played and I chose something else. Same response. And I've started again. I chose the third option out of the three. Mm. Same exact ending of that. So I'm like, well, it doesn't matter. It's like they were, they were always destined to go to the farm. It was what's going to happen. What was the so, pick name again? Oh, I forget. I liked him. He was uh, one of, I guess, he was one of the three little pigs. Yeah. I, so I wonder if it be kill the other two or if they're maybe they're already on the farm yeah i don't know know that that if he's just being an asshole and taking down their houses or if he actually wanted to eat them and and this uh wolf among us is also another game where there are characters where this isn't even my final form happens bigby has two wolf forms um well truthfully it's only the one so i read uh, a little bit of the back descriptions and uh-huh. snow had a lycanthrope like uh, knife that cut that she used to cut him so that he could become basically like a werewolf and then be able to change at will oh so wait so because she cut him with that as a as a human or as a as, as a the wolf? wolf oh it like made him more humanoid then he then he then he didn't need the spells to turn human because so he, he would just cut himself like a with werewolf. a knife wait i'm confused no, she only had to do it once. Oh, and that she kind basically of the turned curse. him into a werewolf. No, he didn't. It, you know, it wasn't a curse. He was just oh. a wolf. Oh, okay. He was a gigantic wolf. Yeah. When he when he fights Bloody Mary, who was very creepy, and at this point you have only seen him become kind of like Teen Wolf status, and then actually full werewolf, and then he just turns into a gigantic wolf. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, because <laughs> he literally becomes like twenty five feet tall wolf, and just starts wrecking shit. Um, that was fun. I mean, I don't. Know. I I didn't get the sense that my choices didn't matter as much. Mm, Maybe in some things, because there were definitely a couple times where I'm like, I don't like how that turned out. Let me try something different, and it was slightly variated, mm-hmm. slightly. Different. I don't know. For me, it was just too much. Like, oh, they will remember that. Oh, they will remember you did this. But then it never came out later, it seemed like. The only time it really maybe mattered was when you're giving the, um, at the end with the Crooked Man, when you're giving him, like, third degree and all the people, they're like, oh, the mob is on your side. And yeah. And that. But other than that, I mean, it didn't really seem to do much of a difference. That's true. Because there was, like, one point. Man. I thought it was interesting. Oh, no, no, no. I thought it was an interesting character. I just, I, like... And I, it was nice for me because I actually knew the little rhyme from the Crooked Man because I oh, saw. See, I didn't. I saw. Um, oh, Brothers Grimm. No, The Conjuring Two and the Crooked Man. They they had the story in that, and then oh. the the, um, the demon that was possessing the child was the kind of play that. No, I mean it, there was. Oh, it, it wasn't was just, real. It just turned into the Crooked Man for one minute because they had the story that the kids mm. had said at one point the rhyme. Because I, I previously I had never heard of the Crooked Man. Yeah, so that's the only reason why I knew. Because oh, in case anybody's wondering, I only played Wolf Among Us like what, like two months ago. Yeah, it's very. Recent. I had it for a long time, but I just never played it. And then when Batman was going to come out, I'm like, well, I'll play Wolf Among Us, and I was glad I did because it gave me insight as to how they would handle Batman because there's the action scenes in Wolf Among yeah, Us. Yeah, there's definitely too. There's like so, like for the Walking Dead series, there is there is some action. 
Well, it's mostly gun-based action. Well, or melee, like, especially for season two towards the end. There's yeah. a lot more melee stuff. But, like, talking... I'm talking dead. Um, Walking Dead definitely has more talking in it. Like, you're, you're definitely conversing with a lot of people to mm-hmm. persuade them or to defuse the situation more than you are fighting other things. Yeah. In season one, you play as Lee, who was awesome. And, spoilers, he dies at the end. It's very sad. Probably one of the only times I've ever cried by something that wasn't act- that wasn't real. And then season two, you're what? How old is Clementine? Fourteen? I don't know. I don't I'm gonna say she's fourteen. She seems about that age. I don't know. Anyways, but like, you have this little girl, younger younger girl. They have the adults make Clementine do so many things that like, what are you doing? It's a zombie apocalypse. Either step up or step out. Well, and and, stepping out means you die. And 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 as Clement, like I, like me playing as Clementine, like I'm definitely like, well, yeah, let's do that. It's mm. like, God, God, I'm so glad Sarah died. Yeah, I, <laughs> I hated Sarah. I like. She had, I don't know, she just, she was not made for the zombie apocalypse. She was a very weak person. Like, not, like, physically, but it's like, you know, like, she had a very weak psyche. And, like, anytime there was any confrontation, she would just kind of shut down. And you can't really do that in the zombie apocalypse. People are going to argue, people are going to fight, try to kill each other sometimes. But, yeah, I'm very excited for season three of Walking Dead. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. You don't know? No, I know it'll be good, and I do want to play it, but season two just wrecked me so hard. That I just I don't know <laughs> if I can <laughs> you do that again? if I can emotionally go through another season I will. It did have it did have a, a pretty so season one event. was sad but season two I bawled at the end of it just because all the stuff with Kenny and then as I told you I watched the other endings on YouTube and it just I bawled all over again for all of <laughs> all the endings because it was just it was it was so sad and I just don't know if I can go through that again. <laughs> it's like a it's like a breakup gonna, almost I, for you. Oh, God, it was horrible. I'm going to have to, like, play it on... See, oh, I don't know if I should play it, like, when each episode comes out. You should or wait if I should for the whole wait season. For the whole wait season. for the whole season, because then you'll have more time to heal and be ready. Well, because then I could play it, like, on the weekend, and then, like, play it, play half of it on Friday, and then half of it on Saturday. Because I could play the whole thing through, but I should probably take a break at some point. And it's a lot have, of emotional stress. And then have yourself. all of Sunday off, and then hopefully be ready to face <laughs> the world on Monday, because it was bad. Well, because for the other one, I just played it. The other one being? The season two. Uh, and I don't know, it had been like maybe an hour after I'd played it, and I was watching TV or something, mm-hmm. and my roommate came down. This was my old roommate, my old place, and she could kind of see something wasn't quite right, and she's like, are you okay? And I start to tell her, and I just start to bawl <laughs> as I start to say that I, just, I had just played this game that was so devastating, and it's just... Well, and and that's the thing with, like, like with movies and TV, you can definitely get a connection with certain characters, and when they die or leave or whatever, something like that, some people can attach to that better than others. As gamers, we attach to characters all the time because we get to actually physically play as them, move as them, make choices as them, so it could make a lot more sense when you have to... Like, as both you and I, we both killed Kenny. A character who was there from season one and was a big, big character. Yeah. Are you going to be okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just going to comment when you're... Oh, okay. No, yeah, that was... And I was just... It's it's definitely easy to, to latch on to good characters as a gamer. Yeah, I understand that, but I... 
for me, it's not so much as playing that character. It's all story based for me. No, oh, yeah. Because there's there's some characters that I'll play, and you know they might die, or other characters that are friends with my character that I'm playing as will die, and I don't really care as much because the story wasn't there. But for like TV shows and things, just depending on the story, like One Piece, there's been times where I've cried during One Piece. Mm-hmm. Um, just because that's so sad. Usually not so much movies, just because they're so short, unless it's, like, a series that has, you know, two, three, four movies. There's a few, like, one-offs that are sad enough that'll make me upset for the most part, though. It needs to be longer for me. And it's it's just all story-based for me. It doesn't matter if I'm involved physically or not. I, um, I recently watched The Notebook with my girlfriend, and I didn't cry at all. And she was kind of upset that I didn't cry. She's like, you have no soul. And I'm like, no, this is, I've, I've just, I've seen the ending of this movie in Just Friends. Mm-hmm. So I knew how it was going to end. I have to, you know, it was a very romantic story. It was very nice. But my girlfriend is a crier with, uh, with stuff like that. So, yeah. So, yeah, so since, um, just have one episode in so far and it ends with basically Falcone being taken down, uh, who do you think will be the next episode of the villain? I'm pretty sure it's going to continue with um, Penguin, who isn't the Penguin yet, the mm. Aussie. Oh, yeah, let's talk about that a little bit first. Um, what did you think about that version of Like, because um, when I, like, well, first of all, I like, because me, like, I haven't read all the comics. Is it canon that they were friends beforehand? Or at least that their, fam- their families knew each other? I mean, I, as far as I, the stuff I've read, they were never Chummy. friends. I don't know, but there might be some timeline that I haven't read that they were well, friends. I thought it was really interesting that, like, Oz and Bruce were like, actually, like, childhood friends. I thought it was really interesting. And uh, the fact that, well, I've never seen a penguin that looks like this before. Uh, I guess you can kind of say that the actor who plays the penguin on Gotham, like, who is... Reverend Lord Taylor. Who is from my hometown. In Iowa? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he's also tall, slender, but this this version of the penguin who's not the penguin sorry, this version of Oz is smooth talking, uh good in the fight, and also very British. Whereas like a, in the show The Batman, the penguin just like he just talks with a wah, wah, wah kind of sound like he sounds like a penguin yeah. more than he has an accent. Yeah, but you played the the Batman Arkham games and that penguin he has No one no one north says like the voice of that. He has like a cop accent. He is. He yeah. is. But this is like I don't know, like because this this uh, Ozzy is also uh, way younger than any other. He's about the same age as Bruce, yeah. Yeah, but no, I I liked him. Like he he kind of made his point. It's like he was giving Bruce fair warning that oh yeah, I'm gonna fuck your shit up. Like 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 I want to make my family better than yours, and I like, but I'm just gonna give you fair warning. It's like I don't want to physically hurt you because he saves his life. Poor Bruce Wayne can't real reveal that he's Batman. Yeah. So if all of a sudden Bruce Wayne just kicks an ass, like I mean, I guess you can get away with it. Like rich billionaire, well built guy, just knows martial arts to some degree. Yeah. Um. But no, I thought it was. I, th- I thought their interactions were actually pretty cool. I, I've I've never seen this kind of interaction before because us being the audience and player, we know. Who these characters will be so it's like he's friends with two Face and penguin which uh, um... well when so when they first see him at the party and he's like oh, oh ozzy's over there mm-hmm. i don't know if that was i didn't know that was him yeah, either it's cobblepot yeah. this is like oh some character named ozzy that they must made a new character to mm-hmm. put in this game so and when it's a call was like oh that's the penguin well and then when they started talking about childhood friends i'm like oh 
they're going to go into the Hush storyline. This is going to be Hush. Mm-hmm. And then and it said that it was Kalapan. I'm like, oh, okay, so this isn't going to be Hush then. Because that's what I thought, oh, okay, cool, they're going to go into that. But um, I don't know. No, it's like, um, I'm real. I'm really interested to see what, like, see how this works. Because Falcone's done for now, or maybe forever. I don't know if he makes it. I'm sure he's put away. I don't, I doubt it. He's not a super villain, he's just a gangster. Yeah, we'll come back in this season anyway. Oh yeah, not in this season. I wouldn't expect him to. Other cameos? No, not cameos. Like other players, maybe. Um, what this game gets away with? Because, like you said, like Bruce said, like oh, Oz is here, or or what was it Alfred? We didn't know who that was. Like, so they're probably going to be calling these villains where most people know them by their villain names, but it's actually going to be the real names. Like, so you could have Firefly, who's there. Like, oh yeah, this guy was on fire. He's badly burned. Like, we will, we, we because we know his circumstances. We can like, oh, that was probably Firefly. I don't know Firefly's actual name. I can't think of it right now. Yeah. Um, you know, they could also, well, what do you think, like, what do you think they're going to end up doing? Do you think it's going to be, do you think they're going to save Cobblepot until the end of the season? No. No? I bet. I think he's going to come into uh, light a little bit more in the second episode, but I think probably third episode, I would think that they're going to have him fight him. I would think towards the end that they're going to either have another another villain that maybe, depending on hopefully your choices, make a difference, and maybe you can work with Ozzy, and you can both like take out somebody, so maybe... I think that'll happen with Catwoman, because you're, cause, like, you, you already are, you're kind of already working with Catwoman. I don't know. I mean, she always... I think she's just going to pop in and out, though. I don't think she's going to be... I'm pretty sure she's the romantic... Int- well, no. It could also be Vicky Vale. Batman's Mace Weasley for the season, I think, will be Catwoman. Bruce's will be Vicky Vale. Depending on how you play, I'm playing that way. Because my Batman is a player. How I would be if I was Batman. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised for me if they brought in uh, Black Mask. Black Mask is a good, like, because he's, he's just a gangster, right? He's a ruthless gangster, but he's like... I mean, who knows? Maybe each... Each episode, I mean, each season, no, each episode, yeah. Each episode, they'll introduce Introduce a new person. Because they could do, like, Mad Hatter or something. I don't think they'll do Scarecrow just because he was such a big character in the Arkham games. But I think, like, Mad Hatter would be a good one to do. They could do Bane. Uh, They could do Bane. Was Bane Bane earlier? I feel like I should know all this stuff, but I don't remember how early on Bane was introduced to Batman. Uh, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, there's new timelines all the time. Yeah. Just do whatever they want. Um, I would love to see Clayface actually get put into a game. I was disappointed they didn't put Clayface in Arkham games. Yeah. I, like, I, I know I made, like, I, I watched the whole Batman, the Batman series, and I literally liked it. You thought it was okay. Yeah. But I really liked Clayface in that. Like, there was actually two Clayface. I know you don't. I like the not true Clayface. Because, like, eventually the actual character who is Clayface becomes Clayface. Yeah, but he's not Clayface. <laughs> he's not. He... He's not. Because, he, I, I don't know. The, the thing I liked, especially about, like, Batman Animated Series from the 90s, is um, a lot of Clayface villains. Clayface actually terrifying. Well, they gave them a lot of, um, a lot of the villains have, like, a sympathetic story behind them. Mm. There's a few, like, the Joker who's just, you know, crazy. Crazy for crazy sake. Yeah. And then Clayface and, like, uh, Sub-Zero. Not Sub-Zero. <laughs> Mr. Freeze. Get over here. Um, I know that Scorpion. <laughs> Mr. Freeze and... Oh, yeah, the Mr. Freeze and the Batman was awful. And... Because of how, I mean, his story is awful. Yeah. And then, like, Poison Ivy. I mean, all these people had something happen to them and it just shows it was just kind of supposed to show like how different people react to different circumstances like batman tragic 
thing happened to him, mm-hmm. he takes a better path for it than what some of the other people do. Mm-hmm. Um, like Mr. Freeze, you know, his wife, he's trying to save her. So while he is doing some questionable things, he's not really, really a bad guy because he's well, trying to do right by his wife. And Batman, in my opinion, shows a lot of sympathy towards that. Like, he, he's never out to hurt Victor, really. Like if Victor, like if Victor's actually doing some harm, then like he's then he'll stop him. But usually he knows why Victor's doing what he's doing. Well, yeah, I think I mean he always stops him because I mean he stops him, but he like he's very he's like kind of he's empathetic. You know, he's like I know you're doing what you're doing. I know why you're doing this. It's so wrong, but I still want to help your wife. Yeah. So I mean, I because I know you're doing that just for her. I would that would be for me what I'd really hope that the Telltale Games is going to do is try and give you the more sympathetic version of some of these characters because I mean they're kind of they can do that with Oswald right now and Harvey I mean they're going to build towards that and I would love to see Clayface or Mr. Freeze done this is a side note to the, to the last week's episode when we talked about Suicide Squad because we didn't talk about it then what did you think of Harleen Quin- uh, Quinzel what like, I thought they did a really good job with her. I thought, like, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn before she's Harley Quinn. Uh. I thought, like, first of all, she was freaking hot. It was very, I don't know, I, I, I enjoyed that little performance. It was small and short, but I thought it added some depth to her character that wasn't there before. I mean, that, I mean that, that we haven't seen in a movie. Well, we haven't seen Harley in a movie before. That's, that's first, true. First movie. We've There's been a lot of games with Harley in it. Yeah. Well, but see, all those. Basically, the Arkham games kind of, in a way, are branched off of the animated series. They were kind of. Well, because it's Kevin Conroy and. Yeah. yeah so the, the... they didn't really put anybody's backstories in any of the games because everybody kind of knew them from watching the show. They kind of built along with that. The only thing that they kind of did was with Arkham Knight. You know, they kind of gave a little bit of. I, so I think, like, for towards the end of the season, I think it'd be cool that there's... I think there's two different ways I think I would like it to go. Either you have these human villains, uh, regular human villains that he's fighting, um, and you go with, I think it'd be cool to have, like, some assassin. So either you get, like, Deathstroke or Deadshot. Someone who's just really skilled at what they do, but it's ultimately human, so it's more or less a, plain, a level playing field. Or, like you have, we said, uh, Mr. Freeze, that would also be really cool, just because there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, backstory that goes into that, and we could, like, see, see it build towards that. Maybe the emergence of Mr. Freeze. Yeah. I mean, they could even do one episode, could pretty much lead up. So basically, the season could overarch into something, so maybe they'll do that with Oswald, but then you could have an episode, say, like, that revolves around Clayface mm-hmm. being formed. And the way that they've been doing the battles, like the one where you could choose your stuff, would be really cool to fight either a Mr. Freeze or Clayface. Because while they're doing these big giant attacks, Batman's going to be more tactical in this game than in like the Arkham game where you're just kind of jumping and punching everybody. And that was actually, I really enjoyed that whole, uh, the finale of the episode is you actually get to plan Batman's attacks and like how he's going to take out this guy, that guy, blah, 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 blah. So yeah, you get to plan all these, all these attacks and it's really, it's really interesting. And then you actually get to execute it. It's kind of like, so that's how Batman always knows what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like that aspect of this a lot. And I would like to see even more detective stuff. So that's when um, Wolf Among Us, as I said, when I talked to you about that, where you kind of were getting clues and yeah. piecing stuff together, that's where I said, oh, that's what they can do with Batman, but hopefully go into it a little bit more, where you actually have to like analyze things and maybe piece it together more. And that's fun to actually figure stuff out like that, like figure out, figure out the, uh, the battle that took place in the warehouse. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. It, um, you know, he's the world's greatest detective. He's going to have the world's greatest holographic yeah. crime scene analyst system. 
Well, and that's what I liked about um, the Arkham Origins. I know a lot of people didn't quite like that, that very much. I actually much. didn't play it. I figured um, it was going to ruin everything. Yeah, well, I like that because they actually had more detective stuff oh, in it, okay. and then they introduced that a little bit more in the other games then, too. Like so the there Detective would be, Vision? Is it, no. So or just that he's like He's, he's a world. detective. Yeah. So there would be something that happened. You basically find pieces of information, reconstruct the crime scene. He had kind of like a, a 3D model that would come oh. up then. And yeah. then you could follow and rewind time and figure out, like, oh, oh yeah, they, oh, this um, bullet bounced off that. That's what I said. They introduced it later in the other games, but it's they really started doing that in the Arkham Origins game. Oh, okay. Yeah, because there was the whole thing, like, when Barbara escapes from Red Hood. Uh, no, at the time, Arkham Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that. So that was in that was in Arkham Origins. Origins is what started that, yeah. Because, I mean, and it made sense because that was before he quite got all the tech stuff, so he was more of a detective. More just intuitive point. than yeah. anything. So uh, that was one of my favorite things about Origins, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, what color did you pick? It. Oh, in this game? Yeah, for your tech colors. I just did blue. Uh, I, did red. I didn't like... Red seemed a little bit too strong for me. If they would have subdued it a little bit, I would have gone with red. Mm-hmm. Yellow just was crazy. And same with purple. If they would have subdued it a little bit more... Because it it's like bit purple. More, yeah. If they would have made it a little bit more pastel, kind of, for purple, then I would have picked probably actually purple. But blue was the only one that really seemed to work well with... It, it, like, it, it's, it's the, I think it's the default color that they would actually be, that what he would actually use. Yeah, I was thinking, like, his computer screens and stuff, you know, mostly it would be blue. But I would have liked to have done, like, purple or something different. I chose red because red and black are my two favorite colors together. Well, see, yellow would have been good because yellow and black, you know, yeah, that's, that's bad symbol, But, like, it's the all red, yellow, and purple to me, they're just too strong. I just blue worked a little bit. It was a little bit more not as strong. Yeah. <laughs> Lack of vocabulary. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but like I'm and I am genuinely looking forward to the rest of these games. I'm a big fan of Telltale. Started with Walking Dead season one. Ever since then I've been keeping up with all their projects. I didn't really I played some of the Jurassic Park games and like one episode of the Back to the Future game, but definitely I like where they're going. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking really looking forward to seeing this go. Really sad when I just got one episode. Oh yeah, because I usually thought it was gonna I, be the whole season. I, I, I usually like to play when it's all one season because then I can just play through. And I was like, oh, oh, it's done. Oh no, I have to wait like a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and this one, this one, I don't mind waiting as much because at least so far it hasn't been as emotionally intense it's like the walking dead but there were as i can you know wait a month in between well it's just kind of fun a little bit yeah they also did package up the end of the episode very nicely that they did so like it, it i didn't i didn't feel robbed i just wanted more yeah not that they didn't give me enough i just i got i want i i got greedy i wanted more because yeah. it was so good it's batman i love batman because i'm batman uh, i'm gonna be batman you are gonna be batman you're gonna be terry mcginnis Hopefully. That's going to be... I can't wait. I want to see you in that costume, because that costume, if they do it right, which supposedly, supposedly they will. I hope so. It's going to be awesome. I don't know. We should make... Well, no, well, could we make that like the background or something? I don't know. Yeah, well, we could post a photo or something. Yeah. Sure, at least. Well, if it turns out well. If it doesn't turn out well, nobody's going to see Nobody's going to see that it. at all. But no, nah, like you should... You're paying good money for that. You should get good quality, hopefully. Well, like I said, as, as long as the suit part turns out well, I can try and figure out the helmet on my own, I think. But the tailoring of the suit would be the hardest part for me to like do. So I found out something. This is totally unrelated to anything we've been talking about today, aside from the costume that we just started talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did Ash from Evil Dead 
which I showed you, um, for costume. Yes. And I found out something that was interesting. Ash's full name, I, I, I knew his first name was Ashley, I knew that. But his last name is Williams. Ashley Williams. Ashley Williams is a, Ma- is a Mass Effect character. Uh. <laughs> I was like, that's interesting. I wonder if anyone else picked, on the, picked up on that. I mean, Maybe. I don't remember one, like, that's a great game to put a reference from Evil Dead into, and I don't think they did. It was just some random thought I had. I was like, oh man, that's a missed opportunity if they didn't do anything with that. Yeah. Um, maybe not yet. Maybe they can still. Well, depending on how you play, she's dead or not. Yeah. Mine, she's not, because my, like, my shepherd likes women. I mean, I like I generally run an all-female crew, because if I can, like, if I, unless, unless Garrus is with me, because Garrus is my buddy. Total random is a tangent. <laughs> totally edit that out if you want to. So anyways, alright, so we talked about some games that were from the great people from Telltales, and the, with the recent release of Batman, it also kind of coincided with the release of The Killing Joke, this highly anticipated animated movie based on one of the greatest Batman comics of all time. So I've heard. I have not read the comic, in all fairness. Oh, I see. I didn't know that. I know it's very short. Get out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have a friend, Scott, who, when The Dark Knight came out, was obsessed with Heath Ledger's Joker. Uh, like, he like he did some pretty great costumes at him, uh, as him for Halloween or from the, uh, for the, the premiere, and he loved this comic. And he kind of just told me about it instead of me reading it. Like, he kind of, he sat me down and we were just, he was so excited he just told me that everything that happened so I, did, I felt I didn't really need to read it which probably should <laughs> um, yeah you missed the visuals I missed the visuals sure. um, but I did watch the Killing Joke movie because I was like well I heard it's actually very like similar it's almost there's a lot of scenes that are shot for shot the exact same thing so I was like this might be a great way to to get the same to get, to get the story while not having it read the comic which I will read the comic don't worry it's going to be people screaming their heads off yeah all two of them <laughs> the, the two people <laughs> who were the two people the two people have, re- have listened to to our podcast. Yeah. So Anna, this will be you. And well, she hasn't read it, so she wouldn't be screaming. She read. The oh yeah, never mind. Yeah. She wouldn't. She did. She did. She did listen to our last episode and liked it. Um, oh, but it's not posted yet. What? In the first episode is on SoundCloud. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We are so live. Just we're not just on not on iTunes. Yeah, okay. Um. Yeah, I need to get on that. Yeah. What did you like about this movie, since you have a more composite experience than I do? Um, so, I mean, I did I did like the, the added Batgirl story that they had, and I do understand that they felt like they needed to have something longer, because the killing joke wasn't long enough on its own, and it only wasn't long enough on its own as, like, a DVD cell. If it was just its own little thing, I think they should have just left it alone and done the killing joke and then if they wanted to, make this extra Batgirl story. Because it was nice to have a little bit of an extra thing going on. But I, I just, I don't know if they necessarily needed to combine it with the killing joke. And like I said, it was mainly to sell, be able to sell a DVD. Well, I mean, they, they did it for time for, for one, which stuff. Because the actual Killing Joke section is like a half hour, something like that. Oh, I'm not even sure if it was quite that long. Maybe only like 20 minutes. I don't know. I'd have to look. Well, I mean, but also it's like, you know, they they wanted to build the stakes with Barbara. Because I don't think she was in any of the other animated movies. I should know this before I just start rambling. <laughs> Was she was Batgirl in any of the animated movies? Well, like some of them I mean, like like bad, like bad blood, like like this this new strew of. Well, but you can't count those because that's a different Batman. This well, that is, is. This is. Oh yeah, well, this is like. I mean, I don't necessarily mean different Batman, Batman, but um, those are kind of almost more 
I'd say in line with like the new 52 style of Batman than with, oh, no, that's not even true because the, the Batman and with Damien and that. This, this takes place before all that with Damien and anything. So, I mean, the Batman and Robin. So this uh, movie is un- this movie's unrelated to, yeah. The more recent ones. Okay, yeah. this is its own entity. The which, only ones which... maybe you could say would be the Batman Unlimited ones. But no, even that one, because they had, I think they had Red Robin in it. So that would have been yep. different. So this is this should be taking place before. Well, I just meant like, like uh, because I remember after watching it was either Bad Blood or, or Justice League versus Teen Titans, where it's like after, after the after credits shows Barbara, uh, Batgirl landing on the water tower, the water tower, which happens in the very first scene of this movie. Yeah. So it made me think like they were connected, but I guess they were just here's what we're working on next time. I mean, it shouldn't be because yeah, this takes place before yeah. Damien came into play. Yeah, which yeah, because I think she's already Oracle. Talk about that uh, sex scene. What to be there? There wasn't a sex scene. There was a the beginning of a sex scene, and then it panned up, and then skip, and then the next scene happened. Well, I guess I mean more. Let's talk about the act of sex between Barbara and Bruce. Mm. Then, to be honest, I'm perfectly okay with it. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Wayne is Batman. Like that's who he really is. That and when he's Bruce with Alfred. Yeah. Like, those two iterations are the truest forms of Bruce Wayne. Like, when you look at the life he leads, and then you have somebody who is right there with you, literally fighting the same battles you are, and somebody you care about, you want them to be safe, I think a mutual attraction was inevitable. Like, it just started, it was more severe for, well, Batman's also in better control of his emotions, usually. Like, he never, he didn't say a thing. He just allowed it to happen. Sure. No, I mean, like, he didn't go, like, I feel the same way, Barbara. Yeah. He just, like, he literally didn't say anything. Yeah. He just, she did all the talking, and then she rips off her, not rips off, she takes off her bat seat. Like, yeah. this atop, like, are hers, are, is her suit just clothes? Like, it's just, just cloth? Well, I think this one, his is kind of more along that, those lines, too. Because okay. this is, like, an earlier Batman before it had quite as high-techy as it yeah. is now. Okay, yeah, so she just rips, like, takes up her top. People made it, like, when when people first heard about there, there was going to be a sexy. After seeing the movie, they seemed like they got unproportionately outraged. There wasn't much to it, the fact that they just had sex. Which, apparently, they, like, it's canon. It's implied canon. <laughs> like, uh, so it didn't bother me. Like, especially once I, I mean, thanks to the media, I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, it didn't really bother me either, but I would have, I don't know, I'd almost preferred that they would have not had that, maybe just even had... Well, did I feel it was necessary? No. (laughs) Yeah. But the whole thing was, like, Barbara, basically, like, she needed somebody in her life to care in that way. And, you know, because she was looking other places for, like, she was was trying to date, wasn't she? Looking for love in all the wrong places. She was looking for love in all the wrong places, and then... You know, she was standing next to the guy she really wanted. Yeah. Brooding, like, just like he was, stoically. Yeah, but see, I think that works more for her character than his character, and I don't know. To me, I guess I would have maybe rather had it work out some way that maybe they were in maybe civilian attire, like maybe... Like he's at home and she shows, shows up at the door. Yeah, or he's at her place, or... No, I guess she's living with her dad at that point, isn't she? Or no. I don't, think I don't so. know, but anyway, um, I would have rather that happen and then her say like, oh, like Batman get a signal, a call. And it's her? And then, no, 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 oh. no, no, they're together. And then he had, gets a call like that... The one, the I forget what the guy's name was. What guy that had the thing for Batgirl? Oh, I th- I thought he was gonna be the Joker. No, like, no, I I know he, I I know who you're talking about the the main antagonist yeah. for Batgirl. So um, I forget like, his name. Like he gets a report that he's. 
found somewhere. So then Vector's like, let's go get him. And then Bruce could be like, no, I'm going to go take care of it. You're, you know, in this too, too much. You need to stay here. And then have that fit of passion happen. Because to me, it was just weird that it happened on the rooftop. It's like, yeah. But he's working. Like, you know. <laughs> Don't bother me when I'm working. Yeah, like. that's kind of, I think, how his attitude would be. Other than, like, with Catwoman. Because that's usually how they meet is when, you know, they're all in their suits and stuff. But I think that's part of it for them. Oh, for Batman, Catwoman, yeah, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just I think it maybe a little bit different would have been better for me. But. Yeah, I mean because or not at all. Do, do Dick and Barbara start dating before she's Oracle or after or only after? I don't know anymore. If the canon changes. Over I don't know anymore. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know. Because, yeah, she dates Dick in some of them, and then I think she also dates Tim in some of them. Before he becomes Red Hood. Red Robin. Yep. Sorry. I'm never not going to do that. Jason was Red Hood. No, I know. Yeah, I said Tim. I oh, yeah, you're right. I'm yeah. sorry. And then, I don't know, maybe she'll start dating Damien at some point. I don't know. That's, that'd be weird. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> just gone through them all. It was weird before I realized, like, the age difference. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's, like, 15 years older than he is. Something like that. Yeah. He's, so, like, he's only, like, 10. And um, he's murdering Assassin. Yeah, so for like the actual killing joke part, I mean, I thought it was okay, but I don't know, I guess I just wasn't as wild by it as just reading the comic. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was great that they got both Kim Conroy and Mark Hamill to do the voices. And yeah, I thought it was... I mean, Tara Strong is that girl and everything. Tara Strong is just like, if it's generally if it's a female and it's animated, it's usually going to be her. Pretty good bet, yeah. Like, there's, there's one, I think, like, I think there's like three or four major female voice actors. Like I said, I didn't read the comic, but it was very intense. Like, abduct, like abducting Gordon, well, first of all, shooting Barbara and paralyzing her. I knew, see, I, I knew of this from the Arkham Knight game. I, and I, I'm not, like, cause, cause I knew the character Oracle because she's been in some shows. I didn't realize that, that, that storyline actually came from the Killing Joke, which I guess the Killing Joke was kind of like a one shot kind of thing, but then they would, they just, they made it canon that the Joker, like, basically made Oracle by shooting Barbara. But no, it was very intense. Like when when Gordon is abducted, stripped naked for whatever reason, uh, and then put on the the creepy carnival ride, and you see his daughter like shot. She looks like she's dead. She's also naked. Yeah. See, uh, for me, it wasn't as intense as reading the comic was. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was because imagination played into it a little bit more in the comic book, and it made it more mm-hmm. intense for me than actually the animation did. There is a part when Gordon is going through the little haunted house thing. And the Joker breaks out into the musical number, and it totally brought me back to Arkham Arkham Knight. Uh, oh, when, the one guy. When uh, yeah, when Johnny Johnny something who's infected with the Joker blood mm-hmm. does that whole thing as Mark Hamill, I was like, oh good, they did that again. I don't know if did they do that in the comic. Like, was there like an impo- like? I mean, it seemed like a pretty significant part. So if it, it makes sense if it was also in there. I think pretty much the Killing Joke section was the exact same as comic. So since you didn't actually read the comic, I can't ask you about this because I, I was reading um, some debates at because at the end when oh no I know what you're talking about about the end about if it's a Batman kill the Joker oh okay yeah well but see but you didn't read the comic though I mean but I've also know. watched a lot of videos about the Killing Joke. <laughs> Yeah. So it's so it's. But I mean, I can't ask for your initial like response to it because you didn't read the comic. But so I can't. I, that's what I was gonna say. But so I've heard many discussions you. on this, and I've and I, I've. I, it's funny. I've researched it a little bit, but haven't actually just spent the time to read the comic. Yeah. Um. But my impression is that I want to say that Batman killed him. That's. I want to say that. I don't. I'm, I. I. I don't. 
it makes total sense that he would finally give in because it feels like he because when he's laughing hysterically like that it's like he would it's like he's at the end of his rope like he's basically the him and joker have been doing this for so long and he's he's tired of it he's done and he finally is it finally is broken yeah like his partner is is now paralyzed and his friend has now been beaten and gone through all this horrible stuff and the joker just basically the joke he's basically he's the joker is able to do that because batman won't kill him so yeah i want to believe that he killed him but but still my initial thing is what i said is i can't get your initial oh, response initial? to it you're looking at it from a research standpoint yeah, which true. anybody can have but i want it but you don't have your gut reaction what was your gut reaction I never for one second thought that he killed the Joker. So, why, so when why I read these you... things, that I was surprised that so many people thought he did kill the Joker. Well, I mean, because the laughter just stops. Yeah. Well, you got to cut off the comic at some point. What would be the point of, like, going on, oh, here come the cops, they're going to lock him up, because that's the whole song and dance. Because Gordon even says, show him it works. Oh, yeah. Show him. That's true. So for me, when I'm reading it, you know, Batman does break down and laugh because it's it's just kind of absurd this whole song and dance that they're doing mm-hmm. but it's what is always happening because batman is trying to prove that it works he will go until the end of his life that the system works mm-hmm. even not not the exact system because he kind of has to but you justice know, works justice will prevail in the end yeah you have to be better than them because yeah. if you're not better than them then there's no point to any of it yeah i can so. definitely see that and like like i said i want to believe i don't actually I want to believe he did that, yeah. but if it's Batman, and I don't, I don't think he did. But then once you, like, you reminded me that Gordon pleaded with him to say, like, show him it works. Yeah, he probably didn't kill him. Yeah, I mean, I can understand why some people would think that he killed him because Batman does when he visits the Joker. He says, you know, I've been thinking about us. Mm-hmm. You know, when it's not the you'll, Joker, you'll kill me, and I'll, or I'll kill you. You know, one of us is gonna go down. But yeah, I just uh, at that point. For me, I almost thought that Batman was at the point where he maybe would have killed the Joker, but then Joker does the stupid... Well, it's not stupid, because I thought it was kind of funny. The joke, Mm -hmm. um, and then Batman kind of uh, relaxes him, I felt like. Mm -hmm. So then that made him not... Well, yeah, because the Joker was done at that point. He was beaten and exhausted. All right, that'll do it for us at the Cape Controller for this week. Join us next week when we talk about games and stuff, like how we always do. But uh, we talk about a game called No Man's Sky, which I've been playing a little bit of. And I'll be giving you guys my thoughts, and we can discuss other other stuff from there. So see you next week, guys. Outro music.